Previously on Back of the Bus Podcast. Last season, we did a podcast. We didn't know where it was going to go. And I'm going to tell you, after 500 listeners, we still don't know where it's going to go. But welcome back to season two. 980 something. Oh, see, I don't really... Downloads. I don't know about individual listeners. Oh, okay. So maybe it was just one weirdo who listened to us 900 times? That would be awesome. That would be great. Love you, whoever (laughs) you are. That one listener. Welcome to season two of Back of the Bus Podcast. We are here, back in the newly refurbished studio. There are hurricane windows. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm saying there are hurricane windows on the window on instead of the old windows. It's great. So there's new furniture in here. You know, it's been great. Uh, We've been on a hiatus for a little bit. It's just been. It's cool. It's summer break. You know, we had to take a break. We had to go do some things. And to catch you up on the rundown of what happened while we were out, here's Black. So we're not gonna. I'm Black. He's half. None of that. Oh yeah. Welcome to Season 2 of the Back of the Bus Podcast. I'm Half, he's Black. We are your ever-loving friends in the podcast arena. Remember, if you're listening to us, thank you for listening to us, but tell all your friends about us. They can listen to us on Google Podcasts. It's a new app now. It's not Google Play anymore. It's Google Podcasts. Nice. Apple Podcasts, Pocket Bean, Pocket Cast. Um, Podbean. Podbean, also. yeah, also. Um, anywhere you guys find your pockets um, and your podcasts. <laughs> well, that's a true statement, though, right? Because like, if they're going to listen to a podcast, they're going to listen to it on their phone, and their phones are? In their pockets. In their pockets. There you go. Duh. Works. There we go. So, welcome to season two. A lot of things have changed, but basically they haven't. Um, we ended season one. Our season one finale was a great show, our most listened to show since we started. Uh, it had our buddy Mike. Or as we like to call him, Nika Mike, not the G, Nika. We're not that kind of show. And he ended our show, and we had probably 700 listeners to that show. It was great. It was the most listened to show in all of of all of um, podcasting history. Podcasting history. However, Black was really sad because about a week after the show went live, um, he was checking our Instagram, and he noticed that we had lost a follower. Well, we didn't lose a follower. What we got, what happened was, what we, happened we lost, was. we lost somebody we were following. Oh, she stopped following us. No, no. we were following her, and then she blocked, and us. she blocked us. Even better, that means you have to purposefully go in there, and yeah, and like take she, us off. She took the time to block us. So. And who is this? She, uh, Maddie O'Reilly. I wonder why she would block <laughs> us. I can't imagine. I don't why she do such a thing. I don't know why she would block. Is there something that we may have said? I mean, she was even in like our hot girl tournament. Yeah, which, by the way, oh man, if you want to get Black really, really angry about something, he created him and his his other friends, not including Mike, including Mike, created a tournament of Instagram's most beautiful women. Right? Yes. There were four categories. There was the adult film star. There was the Instagram model. There was the Instagram fitness girl. Yeah. Instagram Instagram famous. Yeah. Instagram model, and And then then the celebrity, the regular celebrity. So. We created this whole bracket, 64 young ladies, and each young lady had a correlating team that was actually inside the NCAA bracket, right? And whenever one team would move on, that young lady would move on, right? So in the beginning, when we first started showing it out on Instagram, on our Instagram page, we would tag the, uni- the, 
Barstool University Sports of whatever team that that person was. So, like, for example, uh, Maddie O'Reilly, we tagged her and we tagged the university that she was representing, right? And it kept moving on and on and on. About week three, Barstool Sports creates a Hot Girls of Instagram tournament and puts it out. Yeah, that shit pissed me off. I'm not going to say that they stole our idea. They stole my fucking idea. But they stole his idea. Yeah. And the crazy thing was that, like, obviously... We're, you know, we're a startup, right? We're yeah, trying to, yeah, yeah. we're trying to get our Absolutely. name out there. And instead of throwing some, you know, love, throwing some love, throw, throw us a bone. They say, you know, these guys had a great idea. Let's pilfer it. Yeah. I try. I even tried before we even like talked about this. I went back to see if they'd done anything similar mm-hmm. in years past. If they did, I apologize, but I could not find it. So clearly we are now in a blood feud with Barstool, Barstool Sports. Sports. Yeah. Absolutely. So 100%. F it, those guys. Incidentally, um, Jennifer Lawrence won. Yes, Jennifer Lawrence won the Hot Girls of Instagram contest. And further incidentally, she doesn't have her own Instagram. Oh, no? No. I just dropped the mic. We're, we're getting back into the saddle, guys. It's, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's going to take us a while to get. Oh, God. Oh, there it is. Oh, there we go. Hmm. He hates when I, make, yeah. when I do this. So, J-Law did not have an Instagram, but she had, it. there were like sufficient hashtags and she had a sufficient hashtag following just on her name that we decided that okay. she could get a, a, she can get a, a seating. Okay. And uh, yeah, she was seated to whatever fucking school it was that won the tournament. I don't even remember. Villanova or maybe? I think, maybe, who knows. Yeah, whoever. But I don't care. They killed it and she won. Good. Um, defeating... Uh, some very notable, notable ladies along the way, mm-hmm. including <laughs> my favorite, which is Marine Semez. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know who half of those people were. Yeah, I mean either. And then we found her on Instagram, and she's got she's got to be the hottest woman on the planet. I mean, right now. maybe I I just don't like you. You. I, I'll post her. I'll post her when I post the stuff for this show, so you guys can see who I'm talking about. She's like when you guys put this up, and then you sent me all of these Instagram handles, and I was just I'm like I don't know who any of these people are. Yeah, you're. Ridic- I mean, I follow most of them on our page, dude. Yeah, so that I always have to be careful which Instagram I'm opening up around whom I'm opening up at, uh, opening it up around. Yeah. Because if I if the last thing I saw was like our page and I was on our page, there's a likely chance that I open it up and it's just some woman in a thong. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't need that in my life right now. See, that's what happens with newlyweds. Nah, no, 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 newlyweds. You haven't you haven't developed in about four years the the apathy will kick in and she won't get the apathy. Shit. Hopefully, but I'm just gonna say. Speaking I, of. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Again. So one of the reasons why we've had uh, our break yes. was half decided to go off and get married. I did. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Uh, we had his bachelor party, and then we had his wedding, yes, and then yes. he had his honeymoon yes. through Europe, yes. right? Through nor- northern Italy and Germany. Oh, very cool. Very awesome. It was very good. I will tell you, the uh, Europeans don't really believe in ice or AC. Not nice. a cool thing to do. Did not like that. There was one area... They must we- not be up to date with, like, I, I mean, global warming. I don't know. Paris agreements was going on. But, like, every hotel room we stayed in was, like, 75 degrees, and it sucked. 75, 75 is great. Nah. 75 in the house right now. Dude, I rock, I rock it at 70 all the time. Love it. It needs to be freezing in my house. Anyway, so 
I digress. We would, we went to Europe. Um, they don't allow you to drink tap water. Every water you get is a bottled water, and you get charged for it. Cool thing, some places don't worry about tipping. They tell you it's already included, and you're like, all right, great. But then you feel like a scumbag when you're leaving. But it's okay. Italy was cool. I got to drive through Italy. That was awesome. I felt, nice. I felt, uh, uh, I, I was really worried, and this is an ignorant American thing. I, for some reason, thought that every European country drove on the other side of the road, and they don't. It's only the ones that were taken over by England. So English colonies drive on the other side of the road. Oh, shit. I didn't Not, know that. Yeah. Everywhere else drives normally like us. Oh, shit. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. And they, they, Europe is not about the automatic life. They are definitely about the manual life. Oh, stick shift. Everybody. Oh, they love stick shift, man. Shit. So that's a problem for me. Yeah. No. So I, no, but we got a, we got an automatic car. Oh, like okay. We got an automatic. It was great. That was fun. How we, long were you out there? 13 days. Sweet. Yeah. It was, we ate a lot of pasta. We ate a lot of. What was your favorite spot? Favorite place, favorite city, um, whatever. I had a great time in Munich. We had a really good time there. But like <clears throat> in a romantic kind of, you'll remember it, was this uh, little town called Vernazza in Cinque Terre. It's on the west coast of Italy. It's really, really nice. Cool. Yeah. So if you're ever in the area, go. It's oh, super awesome. Sure. Right. Yeah. Next week when I hop, hop you know, the puddle over eat, there. Eat shit. I'm not that bougie. <laughs> All right. Um so yeah, yeah that's true you're not Peter I got married I got married it's awesome so we're, we're not, I'm not Peter so we're good we're good now in, in some pressing issue we are that's basically what happened in the, in the three months right yeah nothing, nothing much mm-hmm. I mean we're going to touch on some things throughout the show not a lot guys we understand there's been a shit ton of stuff that goes on yeah and we, we, we did miss a lot of shit that yeah. we would have loved to chew up with you guys for but, you guys but that's just not going to happen yeah and we're not going to go back in time and we think it's disingenuous to the new things that pop up to go back and kind of do that now if in the event something in the future pops up and it relates to something that happened in the last three months then guess what we'll talk, we'll about, talk it. about it but if not it's gone it's in history it also happened. also i will say if you guys if there's anything that you guys do want us to chew up a little bit feel free to email us at back of the bus miami at gmail.com and yeah. we will take it under advisement or or send us a dm on our instagram page correct slide in slide into the dms just no dick pics please I mean, fuck, at this point, I'll take the dick pics. We'll take anything. We're just like, okay. Whatever. I'll take the traffic. What's the Instagram handle? Uh, Back of the Bus Podcast. Back of the Bus Podcast. Not Back of the Bus Miami? No. At Back of the Bus Podcast. Yeah. Get on it, scumbags. All right? So, you ready to get to the show? Let's do it, man. Guess what? We're getting in. Put on your gym shorts. Don't look at the other dudes taking a shower. Get ready. Because we're getting P.E. going. I know, we didn't have an open for that, but yeah. here we go. We'll anyway, so, a lot of ha- lots of ha- lots lots recently, in the last couple of weeks actually, just probably last two weeks, have happened in sports. Yeah. All right, so, we're going to touch on one, we're going to touch on a few of these things. The first one being, LeBum or LeBron, depending on, on where you are with him, has decided to go to the Lakers. One of the things I'm, st- you know what, <sighs> initial reaction, one word reaction, go ahead. Predictable. You know what mine is? What? That's my one word reaction. Not so much that he went to the Lakers. I get it. He, he wants to transition uh, from basketball to other things. He, he has his own um, entertainment in, uh, firm now and all that. What came after him going oh, over there yeah. was the what? He picked up Rajon Rondo mm-hmm. and Lance Stevenson. Mm-hmm. And he's already on there with Lonzo Ball. And JaVale McGee. And JaVale McGee. And I'm just sitting there like... 
Did he say, hey, Magic, I'm going to come to the Lakers, but I want you to give me every annoying player that I've ever played against in my career? Well, so there's a couple of things. So I, I think the number one thing that you hit on is you're absolutely right. This is about LeBron, the brand builder, yeah. as opposed to LeBron chasing championships. Yeah, absolutely. Because if he wanted to chase a championship, he would have gone to Philly. Yeah. Oh, right? oh hell yeah. Or he, you, you could argue that he would have gone to the Rockets or something like well, that. Well, the Rockets had an impossible salary cap situation uh-huh. and no trade, no draft picks to yeah. trade. And any any move they were going to make, they're trying to saddle Ryan Anderson's contract on uh-huh. there. Uh-huh. So this, there's just no team that's going to do that. Yeah, yeah. So he's not going there. He wasn't going, I knew he wasn't going there from the beginning. Lakers, yeah. Lakers was his only stop unless he decided to go to Philly or stay in Cleveland. I, I honestly thought, I, and I wasn't going to be one of those naive Miami fans and think that he was coming no, he wasn't here. coming here. I knew that. But I thought I, I honestly thought he was going to go to Philly. Why? Because I don't know if he wanted to go. I, don't, I guess he did. But I didn't, I didn't know if in his thinking he wanted to go to the West Coast. Because now it's, you know, but now that I think about it and I've, and I've backed up a little bit from it, I get it. So now every time the Lakers and the Celtics play each other, oh, it's huge television. It's huge television yeah. because you have Kyrie versus LeBron. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a lot of implications for it. So let's chew up a little bit about what you talked about about the supporting cast that, that yeah. they got. Mm-hmm. A lot of those guys are coming on one year deals. Yeah. So that the Lakers are going to have maximum cap flexibility next year. Next when, year, when Durant opts out of his contract with with the Golden State Warriors, and and, else. and whatever happens with Kawhi happens, yes. and several other notable players that are going to be free coming up. Absolutely. Um, I thought Lance Stevenson was particularly funny just because of their history. Yeah. I don't think as much as, like, you know, Mike and I talked about this. Um, I don't think Rondo's such a bad fit. Rondo had a really good year last year. Where was he? Exactly. He had a really good year last year, but you don't know where he was. But that's fine. But he, statistically, he put up a, he had a good year. And Rondo's the kind of guy who, on a team of fucking... Crazy. I mean, he's a crazy guy off the court, but on the court, he can distribute the ball. His problem is that he can't shoot, and and being um, with LeBron in that spot, you, typically everybody assumes that what you need is shooters who can space yeah. the floor. Around. Yeah. I don't think that you're going to see the same kind of LeBron that you saw in Cleveland, because you have you didn't have in Cleveland besides Kyrie, and especially this year after Kyrie was gone, playmakers who can play with the ball and then distribute the ball. Like the way LeBron can. And Rondo can do that. Rondo can bring the ball up the floor. He can, you know, be that floor general, which allows LeBron to kind of play that off the ball, forward in, in the elbow post, like the shit that like Carmelo likes to play. Yeah. Which is going to be amazing because if he does play that style and then succeeds with it, everybody who's been shitting on Carmelo for the last 15 years are going to have to shit their pants and shut their mouths. But whatever. Where do you That's- think Carmelo's going? Oh, I'm pretty sure he's gonna. Uh, I, I if I had to guess, I'd pre, uh, I'd say LA. Yeah, yeah. Because you heard that there, he's there. Yeah, gonna they're gonna get him. the buyout yeah. and whatever. I mean, he'd be stupid not to. Again, Houston is fine, but I don't think that James Harden is um, appropriate for him for managing. For I mean, I guess Chris Paul is. Yeah. But I don't know. I, okay. I think I think Melo will be a better fit okay. in LA. Let me ask you this: Do you think that his cast on the Lakers is better than the cast on the Cavs? Well, Kuzma's a legit player. Um, uh, he's probably the person. If I was LeBron, I'd be most excited with playing. Okay. I don't think this year that question matters, only because this is just about 
a layover year until we get to. Whatever. You think this year the streak ends of him ending up? Oh in the yeah, finals. he's not going in the finals. Okay. I mean, did you not see what Golden State did in response? Oh yeah, yeah. Sign fucking Boogie Cousins. I mean, like it doesn't matter. It's not fair anymore. They're they're that team is built. Yeah. To destroy people. We're, we're, they're all playing in 2018, and the Golden State Warriors are playing in, like, 3018. What I find more interesting is, does this eventually lead us to the point where they're going to have to consider reseeding the playoffs just 1-16 so. through 16 instead of this East-West shit? Because Eastern Conference has Giannis Antetokounmpo and... That's it? And the 76ers? And, yeah, and Philly, and Joel Embiid, and and Ben Simmons. But, no, I think so. I think you're going to have to – I think at some point they're going to have to seriously look at it because what's going to happen is you're going to have all of these teams in the – this is what everyone's fear is, right, because we don't know what's actually going to happen. But everyone's fear is that you're going to have teams that aren't going to make the playoffs in the West, but had they been in the East, it would have been like a three seed. You know what I mean? Right. And, and look, I get it, man. That's not fair. It's it's not – that that doesn't scream parity. But if you do that, then what does it mean for the Eastern and Western conferences, right? Like, do they even matter anymore? No, that's what that's what I'm saying. They're going to have to recalibrate how they do yeah. like, divisions and, and conferences. That's all going to have to go. Yeah. Or you can do that for a regular season mm-hmm. and then have some kind of hybrid, right? Where if you win your division, you're guaranteed a top four or top whatever eight seed. Mm-hmm. And then the bottom eight seeds is based on record. Maybe. I think that's maybe the, how you split the difference. Maybe isn't that something like the college bowl season too? Like, don't they do that? Like, if you or oh no, yeah, like if you win your con- yeah, if you, you win, win your conference, conference you're automatically or into to yeah. a certain bowl. Yeah, yeah, some okay. shit like that. All right, that's how I would do it. Okay, all right, cool. Um, well, you know, you know who else has seating like that too? Hmm. Your favorite sport? Yes, they do soccer. No, that's not what we we're talking about. Yeah, soccer has that, that kind <sighs> of seating. Okay, so the Premier League. All the teams are on the same, like, they're all on the same wavelength, man. Oh. And then as they win and score goals, you know, you move up. And Fascinating. Then that's how it works And when out. they tie? When they tie, that's it. They tie. You oh. don't get any points. Oh. Congratulations. Or you get one point. But both teams Ooh. get one point. Oh. And you got to keep moving on. Fascinating. I know. You know what else is fascinating? The World Cup. Oh, even better. It's going on right now. Mm. And right now? Kickball for the kids on the short bus. It's not kickball. It's called football. Sure. But I don't know if we want to call it football with that kind of accent, considering that there are only four teams left, and it's basically the Euro Cup. Yeah, so none of the teams from South Mexico have made it to the Final Four in the World Cup, I've heard. No, no. Right now, we have uh, France. In case you're wondering, everything south of Texas is Mexico. We have France, Belgium, Mm -hmm. Croatia, and England. That's it. Who is your, out of those four, who's your winner of the World Cup? Ooh, I'm going to go with Belgium. Ooh, good pick. Young team. Golden class. Good job. Sure. Okay. Awesome. I, I'm going with England. I okay. think that I think that they may have the spark, but I wouldn't be surprised if Belgium or France wins. France is a very young team. They've got an all-star on there does, right now. Does Zidane still play? No, he coaches. Oh, wow. Yeah. That should tell you everything I need. Yeah. yeah. Good job, though. Good job. Thanks. All right. Great. Cool. Moving on, you want to move to a sport that you really like? Then? Yeah, can we talk about real sport now? <sighs> the most boring fucking sport on yeah, earth. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because watching 11 dudes kick a ball around for 90 minutes and not score is fucking thrilling. Yeah. And, and then s- and then your boy, what's his face? Who? rolling, Pretending to roll around oh, on the Neymar? floor. Oh, Neymar? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Listen, 
That is moving stuff. It's, it's great. Shakespearean. It's got acting involved too. Yeah, he's a that shit sucks. It's not like baseball where you sit there for nine hours and just watch people swing a bat, and mm-hmm. sometimes they hit a ball and sometimes they don't. Yeah, you want to why? Because it's actually hard. No, to do. No. Yes, no. it is. Just no. bro, just because you were like our fucking this this amazing randomly amazing softball player doesn't mean you could hit an actual slider from Dude, an actual I'm just, professional I'm just letting baseball you know that player. baseball's boring it's a dying sport actually sure it's not actually it is a dying attendance sport attendance is up every year every year mm-hmm. people keep saying that and yeah. every year people keep showing up to these games just, I think it's because it's like a museum they want to go and just the Yankees are worth the Yankees are sports most valuable franchise the, that sports most no, valuable no 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 sport. sports wrong I beg to differ you're telling me that the Yankees are, wor- are worth more than Real Madrid Again, sports. Okay, I'm just saying. Not soccer. Hold on. Soccer's not a sport. Excuse me for one second. What is the most valuable sports franchise? Oh, let's see. It is a burger. No, it's actually the Dallas Cowboys at $4 billion. Followed by Real Madrid at $3.7 billion. Followed by... FC Barcelona at $3.6 billion. They don't count. Followed by the New York Yankees at $3.4 billion. Oh, okay. So, number two behind the Dallas Cowboys. I'll take that. No, no, no. They're number four. They're number two. And number five. Soccer doesn't count, oh my God. dude. Dude, they're number... Okay, so the list goes the Cowboys, Real Madrid, FC Barcelona, the Yankees, Manchester United, another soccer team, the Patriots, and finally the New York Knicks uh-huh. at $3 billion. because, yeah, you know, New York. Yeah, right. Any case. Soccer doesn't count. So, so we're number two. We're going to ask anyway. How are your Yankees doing? They're doing phenomenally, actually. Good. They are, I think, a game behind currently on the Red Sox right now. I don't know the actual standing. It doesn't matter. It's too early mm-hmm. in the season to look at that. But it's so important to you. It is. It's super important to me. I watch it almost every game. But you don't understand it, do you? I don't understand what? You don't, under- you don't understand the records? You don't, you no, don't I, I understand them. I just It, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. right now. Oh, okay. Right now is, you know... I think you could take off the right now of that statement, and then that would be perfect. Right now, the important thing is just to get a measure of how the team is playing and see what moves need to be made before the trade deadline. Okay. As most any Yankee fan will tell you, the one thing that we need is a starting pitcher. Yes, you do. Um, I hear... Because Sonny Gray is... Hot garbage. I had such hopes for that dude when we traded for him. I hadn't been that excited... In a while, except for then when we got John Carter. That's a different, that's a different animal altogether. <laughs> Who, by the way, killing it. Yep. Killing it lately. Yep. yep. It's fine. But, um, yeah, we need a starting pitcher pretty badly. Oh. And Sonny Gray right now could not start a playoff game. Ugh. It'd be like throwing the game. That sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. It's awful. And it sucks for him because he's a young guy. He has his whole career ahead it's, of him. It's probably doing something to him mentally, like knowing that he's, he's fucking up a little bit. Well, I'll tell you what Fredo says. Um, and it's like a, it's been a, it's a common refrain among Yankee fans. It's just those uh-huh. pinstripes are heavy, bro. You think you think it was it was the the New York how pinstripes are heavy? Yeah, man. No, no, no. you carry you carry a lot on your shoulders when you throw on those pinstripes and you go I out there you. every five days. I got you. So we'll see what they do. But um, yesterday we had a couple of minor injuries. Okay. Over the last few weeks, we've had a few minor injuries that could be troublesome later down the road if they like are nagging type things that kind of persist. Um, but if everybody, you know, rounds into form, mm-hmm. it's going to be an interesting playoff. Interesting. It's got, either way. My opinion is through the American League, the World Series goes through Houston or New York. You think so? Yeah. Boston. Boston's doing awesome. I I mean, I hate them, but they're they're I think they have they're up half a game or a game on mm-hmm. us right now. 
because Chris Sale is fucking incredible. Uh-huh. Um, but I but in the long run, their bullpen's not is not as good. Who are your teams to watch? Like if if I'm gonna go watch if I'm gonna watch a game, like if I'm if I'm bored and I've got nothing on, there are a few teams. Pick the you know your five, right? Who are the five teams I'm, I I should look out for and watch? Well, Boston, New York, Houston. Okay. Um, the Brewers, surprisingly enough, okay. are killing it. Right. And I think a really interesting team in the National League is the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks? Yeah. They they started off really hot. They kind of fizzled a little bit. Fizzled a little bit, mm-hmm. but lately they've been tearing the. I think they scored 20, 18 runs yesterday right, in a game. Mark Reynolds, who is a, I mean, we dumped that guy long ago. I mean, I think he had. 10 RBIs yesterday. Nice. Like, he's killing it. I, I, actually, they played the Marlins yesterday. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay, cool. I think they beat the Marlins 18-5, 18-4 or some well, shit. Well, damn. Whatever the Marlins score doesn't really matter. I was, the other guy scored 18 runs. I was too busy eating soup dumplings and uh, eating green tea dumplings. Yeah, I was losing my beer pong tournament yeah. that I participated in. Bro, so we're going to touch. You know what? We're in PE. We're in sports. Let's talk about this. Black went to a beer pong tournament yesterday. And well, it was it was El Possum's Prince's birthday. The Possum Prince's birthday. Yeah, it was his birthday yesterday, so our boy Daryl decided to throw a party slash beer pong tournament at yes. his house in honor uh-huh. of the yes. Prince's birthday. Name day. Yes, his name day. Simone, helps a don't to celebrate my name day. I, who am a veteran of the game of beer pong and flip cups and things of that nature, and who have won a number of tournaments on my end, and have hit a lot of death cups and hit a lot of the hit done rebuttals and I, I know the game in and out. It's 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 one of my it's one of my good things. I don't get an invite. So instead, Black goes it with who was your partner in this? Nico Mike. With Nico Mike. Okay, okay, I'll take that. What I'll tell you is what you guys didn't have was height. Do you want to know why? The taller you are, the easier it is to aim because you're not throwing at a curve, you're throwing at a laser. Got so it. you're just kind of throw down. Downwards. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm going to solidify that argument with who won? Mao and Karina. And how tall is Mao? Like 11 feet tall. Exactly. Yeah. So you went to a beer pong And tournament. we got bounced out by Mo and Edison. And Edison is probably like yeah. nine feet tall. Yeah. So you went to a beer pong tournament and you left your strongest player on the bench. I did. A, you know. In the bench. I'm not taking it personally because we went and we saw Ant-Man today. So that's fine. But... I am. Uh, I hope you live with that regret. I do. I do because there was a fucking championship belt on the line. I know, and I wanted that belt so badly. We're gonna put a picture of the championship belt and the team and the the team who won, yeah. just so you can see how tall this dude is that won. Yeah. Also, but, Grace, my sister was talking mad shit leading up to, yeah. and she ended up in the finals. Damn. So I'm never gonna live that. Day. Her and Frank, huh? Yeah, her and Jesus. Frank. So yeah, um, beer pong is our thing, and we will play anybody in beer pong. Hit us up on the DMs. Yeah, let me know. You want to play? We'll come. We'll, we'll do the we'll, we'll do the Ocho single. We'll come to you. Yep. And we will play you in beer pong. And it won't be pretty. And it won't not because I will whip your ass. So because <laughs> if if I hold my own like I did yesterday uh-huh. and half does his thing, you guys are it's it's pretty Dunsky. much a wrap. So, At any rate, moving on. Wrestling. 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 So yesterday while you were eating your dumplings and whatever else the fuck yes, you were doing. we had a couple things going on in wrestling and things that, outside of wrestling that are wrestling related. New Japan had a show in, the, of all places, the Cow Palace in California. This was their G1 special. It's ahead uh, of their G1 tournament that takes place later in the month. Um, it's a crazy-ass tournament. They call it breakup season because everybody is in Japan trying to win this tournament. It's going to be great. 
Uh, if you guys don't know a little bit about New Japan, they've got some really cool wrestlers that, that are out right now. Um, a lot of the, the, the shirts that you see at Hot Topic are New Japan shirts. Oh, shit. Yeah. So you'll see the Bullet Club, and you'll see uh, Los Ingorbornales de Japón, and you might see Chaos and all these guys. These are all the little factions. New Japan is very faction-related. There are a lot of um, factions in New Japan. Almost every wrestler that's on the main roster is part of a faction outside of maybe two. Okay? Um, anyway, they had a show last night. The big main event was uh, Kenny Omega versus formerly known as Cody Rhodes. Now he just is Cody. Um, the, he calls himself the American Nightmare, which I love. Fantastic. I fucking love that name. You've known me as the grandson of a plumber. You've known me as Dashing and the Prince of the star that left them in the dust. But is the world ready for the next chapter of the story? Is the world ready for the American Nightmare? He's the if you don't know, he's the son of the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. So American Nightmare is just yeah. He is the youngest son of Dusty Rhodes. Um, he's like R.I.P. Thirty-five, I think, something like that. Maybe a little bit younger than that. He's got a smoking hot wife, Brandy Rhodes. (laughs) Absolutely ridiculously hot. He fought Kenny Omega for the IWGP Championship, which is New Japan's big title. It's their their championship. Kenny won that. He beat Okada. If you've never watched the Kenny Omega and, o- and Okada match, you've got to do it. Yeah, dude. Re- re- from Wrestle Kingdom, right? Oh, no, no. That wasn't Wrestle Kingdom. That was at Dominion. At, uh, at Dominion. At, at Dominion. Right. Okay. Really good match. It was a uh, no time limit, uh, best out of three falls. Yeah. And it was an amazing match. Yeah, Seven match. stars. Seven stars. Amazing match. Anyway. So, you had some things happen there. So, you had Kenny Omega retain his belt. He beat Cody. There's been this huge rift between him and Cody and the Bullet Club. They seem to have taken it back. They've they've walked it back. They're friendly now. And it seems to pan out, and we'll see where it goes from there. However, after that match, the rest of the Bullet Club, or more importantly, two members of the Bullet Club, came out and attacked the rest of the Bullet Club and beat the living fucking snot out of all of them. They beat the hell out of them. And now... We're left to, under, to try to figure out where they're going to go from there. But I guess the bigger news is apparently uh, Hiromu broke his neck last night. Who's Hiromu? He is a wrestler from Los Ingorbornales de Japón. He is really cool. This guy used to come out with a cat. The cat's name was Daryl. And like, there was, like that's just it. That was his, his cat. It was his tag partner sometimes. Like... His in a, cat's name was yeah, Daryl. In a recent in a recent match or a recent house show that they did last week, actually, um, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi versus um, Hiromu and uh, Naito, who is another great wrestler. And in the beginning of the match, Daryl was in the middle of the ring, this stuffed cat, and Kota Ibushi. It's a stuffed cat. Yeah, it's a stuffed cat. And Kota Ibushi. Anda la mierda. Kota, Kota came out and started headlocking it. And, nice. And, and messing around with it. It was it was hilarious. Anyway, he took a really bad bump last night from uh, Dragon Lee, I think it was. And 
at first, everyone just assumed that he had gotten concussed because it was bad. He still retained his title, but the match ended very quickly after that. Everyone thought he had gotten concussed because he, he kind of he got he won the, he he got the pin and got the fuck out of there. But it turns out that when he got backstage, he collapsed and they had to take him to the hospital. And he might have a broken neck, a la Sabu. Oh shit! Yeah, that was a nasty one. Yeah, too. that was a nasty one when Sabu broke his neck. I mean, Austin broke his neck too. Like, Wasn't that on Taz? I think yeah, it was Taz. It was Taz or, or Benoit? No, 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 I think it was Taz. Taz suplexed him and broke. His Although, neck. yeah, the full Nelson the, suplex the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's some big news from New Japan area. Not a lot happened in WWE. They had a MSG house show last night at Madison Square Garden. Taker, I guess, wrestled Roman Reigns. I don't know who won, and I don't really care at this point. But more importantly, last night at UFC 200 billion, whatever it was, Daniel Cormier is that how you say his name? Mm-hmm. He won and got the belt, I guess the championship belt. The heavyweight championship. The heavyweight, heavyweight championship belt. Yeah. And guess who pops up? Brock Lesnar. Was Paul Heyman with him? No, Paul God Heyman was not with him. And actually, I'll tell you this. I like Brock Lesnar talking without Paul Heyman. He got in there and was telling Daniel Cormier, you ain't shit, I'm going to fuck you up. What does this all mean to you, Brock? Let me tell you something. I walked into this building and watched the heavyweight disasters from the beginning. Nagano's a piece of shit. Miocic's a piece of shit. DC, I'm coming for you, motherfucker. Yeah, but his... It's different. Him, yeah. him talking in UFC and able to be that is very different than what he what he's able to do in WWE. In WWE yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it, I, I think Heyman's a great mouthpiece for him in WWE. Well, what what what's really confusing, and I don't know if this is just the way they're going now, is that the WWE, their Instagram page and I guess their Twitter, posted that Brock Lesnar was at at the show, like right. he was at the UFC show, and then they posted after about. Him challenging Daniel Cormier, which well, is well, they've got to have they've got to have much improved relations if you consider not just Brock but um, Ronda, the yeah. other four horsewomen of uh-huh. yeah, Shayna Baszler been, and all of them that yeah. have transported. Shayna yeah. Baszler's killing it, by the way. Yeah, she's killing NXT, man. Yeah. What, um, but props this to this, this leads spades. this leads to another thing that that WWE has been doing too. About a week ago at E3, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, who are part of New Japan, challenged the New Day. To um, Street, Fighter. Street Fighter. Yep. All right. In the end, I think it was Kenny Omega won. And the, oh, did he? I think so. I, I want to say that Kenny Omega and, and the New Day won. They beat. It, it came down to who you had expected. It was Kenny Omega versus Xavier Woods, right? And so I think Kenny beat him. And then, um, but the WWE was all over that. Right. And on the Instagram pages, you had the Young Bucks and you had Kenny Omega. And what's really weird is how the WWE used to be very, it's only us. There's nothing else. Correct. We don't care. And now they are really opening up. They even put an old school that they had the rights to, an old school Kenny Omega match on the WWE Network. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, he was wrestling in some like Midwest place or whatever, and they put it up. And it's it's nuts. Um, they've been doing some other stuff, too, like with TNA, where AJ Styles and all of them, like all of their backlog, they're showing it now. Like not the actual matches, but like if they're doing a promo on them and they're talking about their history, they'll talk about it. They do this thing called Formerly Known or Formerly... Right. Yeah, and and the wrestlers are allowed to talk about their old characters, which is fucking nuts because it's not something you would see back in the day. Right. Well, I mean, that's that's 
I would venture to guess that a lot of that is thanks to Triple H. Yeah. So what I would think is that Triple H is part, starting to do this. They've also announced a new NXT UK. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be an NXT. In and the they've been UK. having that tournament. Have you watched it? No. Yeah, I, I've seen most of it. Yeah, I, I've seen pieces here. I've seen there. it. Yeah. Um, so, but now they're too busy ha- losing SR and Overwatch. <laughs> uh huh. They're now they're starting a new brand, and it's NXT UK. UK right. It's crazy. And apparently, they've just signed on a partnership with a Japanese uh, brand. Where um, what's his name? Who's now in 205 Live came from? Hideo Itami. Hideo Itami came from yeah. Or Tozawa. No, Hideo Tommy. It's where he came from. I think it's Noah, Japan Noah or whatever it is. Okay. So now there's all these talks of WWE reaching out and doing cross promotions and stuff like that, which gets everybody, all the smarks, which are the smart marks, it gets us all in a tizzy because then they're like, oh, when is Kenny Omega going to show up to, right. to, to, to a match? Or when are the Young Bucks going to show well, up? Well, that's what I was going to ask you about because earlier before we started recording, we were talking about like, you're, you're anticipating that yeah, I anticipate, Young Bucks and Kenny will be... Well, more than more than anything, I anticipate the Young Bucks to do it. I know that they're, they're kind of wrestling. Well, here, first I'll say that I read an article or interview that they did recently about... Their, and people know that their contracts are coming up. Their contract with ROH and New Japan are coming up. Oh, okay. They call it contract season. So they're like... And in the interview, they said, yeah, you know, contract season's coming up. And instead of saying anything, what they said next was really telling it was we're gonna do what's right for our families and when i hear that i yeah. hear we're going to take as much money as we f- are as possible and we're gonna go to a place where they're where they were able to take a wrestler who was told will never wrestle again put him through protocols and get him back to wrestling right well not only that but it's not japan yeah, and their families live here. Right. So if you if you have the in the Carolinas, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. and if you have the opportunity to travel the U.S. and every once in a while have to leave, you're gonna you're gonna take that. Yeah. You know. So more than Kenny Omega, I think the Young Bucks will come over before Kenny does. I could see Kenny doing it at some point. He recently said that he would be he'd be really. Um, There's so many matches, dude. That yeah. They could well, do. he he said something to the effect of like. It, it it wouldn't behoove me to not wrestle these guys, to not wrestle the Seths, to not wrestle the Xavier Woods, the Big E's. Right. Like it, it you know, it's in my best interest to be able to wrestle these guys. You know, especially when and he yes, said that, that, that's that's a draw. Man. And and he said it. He said he said especially when I can while I'm still able to wrestle. You know. Uh, listen, I think right now a a Kenny Omega surprise entrance into any Raw, SmackDown, or pay per view, whatever the case may yeah. be, would get the second largest pop. To the only thing that could be possibly louder, which would be a returning CM Punk, even yeah. after getting yeah. annihilated in UFC, I don't, I don't care. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a, I understand that he got his ass kicked in real fighting, but in the fake fighting that we love so much, if that dude pops up and you hear oh, the yeah. opening chords of Cult of Personality, Da-na-na-na-na-na-na. you're gonna lose your fucking mind. Yeah, yeah, and so my guess would be, if any of that happens. That will take place on the SmackDown on Fox. Yeah, when it goes to fa- when it goes to Fox, which by the way happened while we were out. Yep. So, go ahead. So Fox paid I don't know how many billions of dollars. It was close to a billion dollars actually. Um, I thought it was more. No, I think it was, it was close to a billion dollars, maybe. But yeah. So Fox paid a boatload of money. Yes. To air SmackDown live on Tuesdays. Yeah. So they moved it from Friday to Tuesday, yes. right? Yes, they moved it from Friday um, to Tuesday. So the here's my big question for you. Bef- you know, we're going to have to spend... $1.025 billion over five years. Five years. That's where I got the five well, from. NBC paid WWE $265 million just for Monday Night Raw. 
Right. Well, but th- here's the thing about what NBC has done wrong versus what Fox might do differently. NBC's been a great home for Raw. They they let them do on mostly USA, yeah, what they, they want. Let them do whatever they want. It's fine. Yeah. But they don't spend a lot of time cross-promoting it. Like, you don't see on Sunday Night Football on NBC commercials for Monday Night Raw the next day. Yeah. Right? Fox is going to do the exact opposite. Oh, yeah. No, You're no, going to no. have fucking Roman Reigns in the booth during Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. I mean, during uh, Sunday Football in the afternoons or whatever the fuck. Like, they're going to promote the shit. Out. Fox as a network is skewing towards a particular audience. Absolutely. And, you know, they're going to go all in for it because oh. they need to they need the return on investment. Yep. So that's why I think that this creates more of a possibility than ever that you get a CM Punk back because WWE's going to have to put asses in seats at even more so than they have been already. And that would be the biggest draw that they could get. Well, it'll also be them on network television. And right. don't tell me that SmackDown was on network television no, before no, 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 because no. UPN doesn't no, We agree down. 100%. This is a major network. This mm-hmm. is one of the big yeah. four or five whatever networks yeah. there are. Mind and you, it's on a Friday. It's on the same time as the big three goes on right now. But Is it Friday or Tuesday? Uh, SmackDown? SmackDown's currently, on Friday. Oh, currently it's on Tuesday. Yeah, it's on Tuesday USA. Currently. Oh, so the new one's going to be on Friday. Yeah, the new okay, one's going to be Okay, my bad. I, earlier I said that wrong. So okay. the new one's going to be live on Friday nights. Live on Friday nights, yeah. Okay. So... And then there's talk of FS1. Then there's talk of FS1 taking NXT. Oh shit! Yeah, I wouldn't like that. I want NXT to stay on just the network. Just the network. I don't want them to do anything else. To ruin NXT. NXT. NXT's perfect as it is. Yeah, it's a great. It's a great brand. Velveteen Dream's a fucking man, and he will. And be. they would neuter him. I just. I don't know about him. that. I don't. I don't know about that on FS1. You know. Um, in any case, yeah, that's that's wrestling in a nutshell. We'll see where it goes and we'll see what happens. But yeah, storyline wise, there's not a lot of interesting shit to talk about. I mean, the I mean, right now you got Team Hell knows back and they're they're gonna fight the Bludgeon Brothers. You got Extreme Rules. What next week? I think it is. Yeah, Extreme Rules next week. I guess. Um, you've got the Bludgeon Brothers who are gonna fight uh, Team Hell No. You've got uh, Roman Reigns who's gonna fight Bobby Lashley. Snooze fest in the fucking most boring fight. Um, you've got Seth Rollins who's going to fight Dolph Ziggler, Ziggler in a thirty-minute Iron Man in a match. Thirty-minute Iron Man match. Can't wait to see match. that shit, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Ziggler and and, and McIntyre and together. McIntyre together. It's fantastic. It's, it's, it's great. Sean and Diesel two point Yeah, as you've um, mentioned a couple times. Yeah, um, they gave Ronda's character on that one on that one segment on Monday Night Raw like the makeover that she needed. For oh yeah, me. absolutely. Kind of like eh, happy go lucky chick to uh, I'm gonna murder you. Yep. So we'll see we'll see how that goes. Yep. You That's got- about it. I mean. Yeah, Shinsuke's going after Jeff Hardy ever yeah. since he flamed out going for the the strap. Yeah, I think I think I think we've seen Shinsuke's push end a little bit. Yeah, um, I don't think that's the end of Shinsuke that you're going to see though. He he's too much of a talent, especially and he's too he's too good of a heel. The problem is is that he is attached to the hip, and I think they needed to get it out before they could really push him. He's attached to the hip with AJ Styles because of New Japan, right? Like. Everybody wanted to clamor, clamor, clamor. Just like everyone's clamoring for Daniel Bryant, uh, The Miz, right? And oh, no, but that's your WrestleMania main event next year. Yeah, yeah. I, some, I guarantee you. Somehow, somehow, either Daniel Bryant or The Miz gets the title, and yeah. that's your WrestleMania main event. It's yeah. Daniel Bryant versus The Miz. How'd you feel about Strowman getting the briefcase? I was cool with it. It was fine. I mean, they gave it to him. Who cares? But I like it. I didn't it. think he needed it. Well, here's the thing, though. He did for storyline. Here's the thing. If, and he, he said it right after, he's like, if he didn't have the briefcase, 
he couldn't go after Brock whenever whenever Brock popped his head up. Oh, okay. And he came out and was like, "I'm the second you pop your head up, I'm there taking the title. Like I'm going to I'm going to cash it in." Yeah, Brock uh, Braun is very likely to not cash it in the normal way that we think, like people running in. He's likely to say, "I've got it right here." You're right here. Let's go right, right. now. Like in the middle Boom. of Paul Heyman talking to shit yeah. or whatever. Braun yeah. Strowman just comes out and just beats the holy hell out of We'll see. Out I, of that Brock. could be interesting. I do like the fact that, um, you know, they've given Roman Reigns something else to do other than chase the title. Yeah. Not because I want to see Roman Reigns do it. I just don't want to see him Roman doing Roman that. Reigns needs, needs to live at the mid-card until Dean Ambrose comes back. And then, um, oh, good point. And then, like, they've given the revival a little bit oh, to do. Oh, yeah. You know, even though the way that script that played out on Monday was stupid, like they're such a smart tag team and they're gonna lose via disqualification. Who cares? Let them, let them lose. Let them lose. Let them lose. Whatever. Anyway, wins that was losses. wrestling. Wins, is lo- wins and losses don't matter. No, wrestling. but story, but coherent storytelling matters. All right. And they they would know better. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, that's All right. wrestling. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, so bell rings. He's over. Yeah, and that's what happens at the end of Game of Thrones. That's fucking amazing. There you go. All right. Yeah. So we turn. We realize that it's all Westworld Part Four. That's what it is. Anyway, are you watching that shit? Hell yeah! I watch Westworld. I'm not watching. That is my jizzy jam. I love it. Anyway. um, Oh man. What? And a TV anime recommendation for you. Okay. Um, it's on Hulu. Okay. My Hero Academia. My Hero Academia. You already told me about this. The girls love it. Yeah, you told me Caesar about this. Caesar might dig it. Okay. Check it out. I've got to check it out. All right. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, just because we're in season two doesn't mean we forgot where we came from. Correct. As always, you guys expect it, and we expect to give it to you. And you're going to take it. It's called... <laughs> oh, fuck! It's called... Ah, The Atmosphere. So what we do around here, we kind of grab a few little tidbits that are flying around in the atmosphere before they burn up. Uh, everything week to week in this world seems to be the sky is falling or things are happening. And we want to touch on them before they, you know, disappear. Ah! Ah! The atmosphere! Ah! What? First up, we're going to talk about uh, Ray's best friend. Oh, man. Love this guy. He... He uh he he's so cool with Ray. He invited him to his what did this guy buy again? Like a safe room and put it in the thirtieth floor or some some shit like that. Yeah, th- whatever. Scott Pruitt, the former head of the EPA. So he <laughs> was out to dinner or some shit. Was out to dinner when a woman approached him and her daughter and said, "I want you to resign because of what you're doing to the environment. It's going to kill her." Yeah. And next uh, day, like two days later, he quit. And two days later, he quit. I'm not going to say he quit because of that. It's probably because of the multitude of allegations of him uh, mismanaging and overspending and misappropriating funds and being a general douchebag. Yeah. So um, what's happened now is there have been a lot of rollbacks in certain uh, rules and legislation and stuff like that. And and people are are happy that he's gone. However, instead, they put in, I believe he's an oil lobbyist. Oh, they already replaced them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, oh, there's an interim. Fantastic. There's an interim. And I, I'm pretty sure... He's a lobbyist for a another, like, big, bad kind of industry. And it's not going to get any better. But what I did here is that he's more tactful with what he does. Right. He's probably not going to spend taxpayer exactly. money on six private jets or whatever the Exactly. Fuck. He's not going to spend the taxpayer money. But he will still murder the environment. Right. Yeah. Well, great. 
the so just total side note my favorite part of this whole thing was like after scott pruitt resigned his letter no the oh. lady tweeted at donald trump and she's like hey we're gonna be going for lunch tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> that shit was just money oh man um so yeah man look the 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 epa thing is interesting just because they're it's not often talked about as much as like some of these other things that are going on like immigration and, and shit like that yeah yeah well that's because honestly it's because they've done such a good job at cleaning up the smogs and everything else that we don't talk about it because i remember as a kid in the late 80s early 90s i guess it would the smog you would get a smog report for, right for for cities like new york and california and stuff like right. that and or cities in california and that all went away right because we had done we have and we have done a great job of monitoring how much carbon dioxide we use and we've done a good job i mean by by all means look we're not going to get into global warming but i'm just saying like we've done an okay job of trying, climate change yeah climate change sorry climate change we've done an okay job of making sure that we're not breathing in smog all the time and look we we've, we've become a little bit complacent we just don't notice it anymore so what's going to happen is all of these little um, rules and policies that they make they're probably going to roll back some of them. And again, you'll get... Well, they've rolled back a ton of... And the thing that is more concerning to me is it's not only the the climate change policies that they've, that they've reneged on or whatever, but it's also just some of the other environmental stuff like the hunting policies and all that shit that they've done. Like, you can shoot bears that are in their dens or whatever now you can trap them with like sweet like things that they that they had implemented to preserve wildlife yeah now they just wiped all that shit off the books and it's so douchey like why do you need to be able to bait a bear well first of all why do you want to hunt a bear I mean, let's I, start I don't there know, don't you want to hunt a bear no oh. no interest in hunting a bear right. and no taking a problem. picture oh like i killed a bear so the fuck what, dude? You have a gun. It doesn't. Like, <laughs> what the fuck do you want? They, they they can shoot bears from helicopters now. Yeah, and they can shoot elk from helicopters too. That's so stupid. Okay. It's just it's shit like that. And, not, and then a lot of the rollbacks that they pulled back on, like, conserved ground and shit that was, like, parks and shit like that, that now they're able to drill on and, and shit like that. that that's that's going to have a lot longer-term effects than we can really see right now. And it's not as juicy to put on the news as crying kids in cages. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, you know, it's still going to be really harmful, man. And, uh, you know, it's a shame well, that this is what yeah. and the listen, conversation as, we have to have about it. As individuals who have children, we've got to worry about what we're leaving our kids with, right? Makes you wonder why other people don't think that way. Uh, because they're just terrible people? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why people don't. I know. I don't know why people don't. I don't know why people think the way they do and don't think another way. Um, a lot of it comes back to selfishness, how they were raised. A lot of people don't realize what they're doing is bad. You know, it's again, it's like, why do people still continue to smoke cigarettes? Yeah, that befuddles the the shit out of you. Fuck out of me. Like, like why? Why do you continue to smoke cigarettes? You know that they're bad for you. Cabeza. They've been bad for you for many, many years. And you still are just like, yeah, I'm just going to keep smoking yeah. cigarettes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I no, dumbass. Stop. Anyway, we digress. So that's EPA. He resigned. We move on. He gets to, like, there has to be a confirmation hearings and shit like that I again so. when he wants to appoint somebody. Yeah. Hopefully that gets postponed until at least until, until after. after November. 
If uh, you if you guys want to see an impetulant baby, let let the Democrats win the House or the Senate oh boy. in 2018. Oh man. Our president will become the biggest whining baby as of po- all wait time. A as opposed to Oh no, there are more depths that he can go. Oh. I guarantee you. Okay. Wow, I can't wait to see that. I guarantee you. It's gonna be I hope they win both. <laughs> be, it'll be hilarious. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> get out there and fucking vote, everybody. Yeah, that's what we're gonna get to later, okay? Yeah. So before we do that, we're gonna hit up some entertainment news. Uh, like I said, and if you've been listening, thank you for listening. We just got back from watching Ant Man and the Wasp. We did. And during the time we were gone, Infinity Wars came out. It did. Avengers three, Infinity Wars. Weird to think that it's Avengers three. It's just Avengers Infinity War. Anyway, um, so first, quick review of Ant Man and the Wasp. It was good. Yeah. It was an entertaining movie. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, um, I think it it accomplished what it set out to accomplish. Absolutely. It's a palate cleanser. Yep. It kind of makes you, it leaves you. Before you get to the post credits, it leaves you in pretty good spirits. Um, it entertains you. You laugh a lot. We we laughed yeah, a whole yeah, bunch yeah. on in, during the movie. Um, it wasn't groundbreaking in any way. Nope. Although I will say the way they used uh, the way Wasp used her shrinking and growing and shrinking and growing like oh, all yeah. her shit, she yeah. she did a dope job. They did a dope job with how she incorporated that into her fighting style when her little wasp wasp yeah, stings her, and yeah, shit like blasters. that. So that was pretty cool. Good. You know, what's his name? Uh, the Mexican dude. Uh, yeah. Um, Michael Pena? Michael Pena was fucking hysterical. I would say he is he is funnier in this movie than he was in the first. And he's only funnier in this movie because we understand his character from the first movie. Right. And so it makes so they So, so they kind of they had like a meta joke on that, right? About yeah. how ridiculous he is. It, it was great. Yeah. The post-credits were interesting. Actually, you know what? Spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert. The I, I want this to be put on the record. On the record. I got the post-credits right. You um, did. We all knew that something was going to happen with Infinity Wars. We had seen the... we I hadn't seen the spoilers, but I, I had seen that, listen, of the two post-credit scenes, the first one, the middle credit, is the more important one. Right. That's the one that ties everything into Infinity Wars. And so everybody in the theater that we saw it with, and I'm talking about everybody, all 300 people... They were like, oh, no, the Wasp is going to survive, and so is Scott Lang. And I told them all. I stood in the front of the theater. I said, no, guys. I only think it's going to be Scott. And I used my deduction because I've seen set photos of so Avengers 4. No, fuck you. So I've seen set photos of Avengers 4. Like and you I do have Game not, of Thrones all that shit. Shut up. And I, and I had not seen Evangeline Lilly on set at all, neither Michelle Pfeiffer or Michael Douglas. So um, I did see Scott Lang, though. He was there. He was shooting a scene with Hawkeye. So I'm like, all right, cool. I definitely know he's going to live, right? So I was just like, no, I think the only person who survives is Scott. And lo and behold, Scott's the only person to survive. Also, spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> so Scott survives the, the culling, but but he's stuck in the quantum realm. So he's stuck in the quantum realm. And I believe that the quantum realm is going to hold some keys into Infinity Wars. So, so who let's, gets him out of the quantum realm? Let's, Strange. Let's talk about Infinity Wars. Okay, no. Who do you think gets him out of the quantum? I think he gets himself out of the quantum realm somehow. Okay. I don't know how, but so I thought that they would do something a little bit more dramatic. Like I thought they'd wipe out like his daughter or his ex-wife. And I, him, I, I thought Hank would go too, but and, and give him a reason to get yeah. involved. Yeah. I don't think he really needs a reason to get. They the whole movie during the during the whole movie, the, the whole they was all played about. He he got involved with Cap, 
and he didn't really need a reason. It was just Cap asked him. You know what I mean? Right. Well, and so I think that's the same thing. Like he doesn't he doesn't need a reason. To, now he has one. Like hope is gone. They're all gone. So yeah, I just thought that would have been a. Li- I, it would have been more of a gut punch. I guess. I guess. Who knows? Um, Especially well, like after in Infinity War when they Spider-Man. gave you the gut punch with Spidey. Yeah. Like I thought they'd double down on that. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's gonna be fun to see. I. Um, I expected the title for Avengers four to come to be released with this. They did they not did do not. that, so I'm going to assume that it's probably going to come right before they release Captain Marvel. So then Captain Marvel, they'll end Captain Marvel with Captain Marvel will return in Avengers blah, whatever. Blah, blah. Right. There was a a quick blip on the radar that uh, the Avengers four is going to be called Avengers Endgame. Um, it's because a cinematographer or something who works with the Russos all the time. He worked with them on. Captain America: Civil War on um, uh, the Winter Soldier. He worked on the f- the third Avengers, this Infinity War, and then he labeled the fourth Avengers Endgame. So everyone was in a tizzy. Oh, Avengers Endgame, Avengers Endgame. But the Russo brothers have both said that the title to the next Avengers movie was not said during all of the the Infinity War. So, so now- and. Strange, Doctor Strange says, says Endgame at some point. Yeah, he he tells Tony we're in the Endgame. We're in the Endgame. Yeah. yeah. So, who knows? Maybe maybe the guy fucked up and he put the Endgame out, and now it is. And now they got to change it. Nah, dude, so much promotional work goes into that. I highly doubt. But they're not promoting change. anything yet. Yeah, but they've got to create things already, and also you've got a lot of set photo, uh, not set photos, but you've got a lot of like um, drawings of what the characters are supposed to look like in the. Um, out in the the Reddit's already, so you have like Hulk apparently is wearing a suit. Which is why people like not like a three piece suit, like a almost like a Fantastic Four kind of suit, like a skin tight suit. Oh shit! So that's why people think that this that the quantum realm might play a really big part in this because there's going to be some time jumping. There's going to be some maybe parallel universes, right? Because they need to get the stones back from. They're just going to bring the X Men, X Men, to kill everybody. Maybe, maybe that that's not happening. I'm just no. joking. But that would have been fucking awesome. Yeah, because the movie's already done. Like, yeah. the movie's shot. So, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what happens, but Infinity War ended with half of the population dying. Amazing. It was a great ending. Amazing. He, he throws For everybody him. who's fucking complaining about it, uh-uh. amazing. He throws the axe at him, and Thanos just looks at him and says, should have gone for the head. Click. Boom. Amazing. It was fantastic. Yeah. I just love that he called this shot. Yeah. I'm going to wake up and watch the sun rise on a grateful universe. No, on an ungrateful universe. Ungrateful universe. On an ungrateful universe. I thought he said grateful. No, I th- I'm almost positive. He's, if, if he said grateful, that's fine. I thought ungrateful universe was even better. Because he knows that the universe is going to hate him for what he did. Yeah. But he also knows that he did it in the best interest of the universe. Which, when he said that, I was like, yo. Well, but I think that's... Yeah, whatever. Either way, amazing. Yeah. It was yeah, an amazing yeah. ending. Um, the, the movie itself was just like set piece after set piece. Yeah. So you have to kind of like... The movie takes rewatching. Yeah, you got It takes a couple of things to take it all in. Yeah. Um, I thought it was awesome the way they did. Like the little, like there was these small little details and nuance that if you're a comic fan or you've been paying attention to the movies, you catch, right? Like why? Like everybody was. A uh, question was how come it took Spider Man so like so much longer to dust or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 you were telling me about this. And, you know, the theory was that he felt it coming earlier than other people did because yeah. of his spider sense, mm-hmm. which is, if it, if they did do that for that reason, that's just brilliant filmmaking. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and we'll see. 
everybody was going crazy about who survived and who didn't and yeah. why and contracts and all this shit. Yeah. I like to tell people that when you watch these movies, you have to kind of, as you're watching it, forget about whose contract is up, what's going on, like, mm-hmm. what's going on outside of the realm of yeah. the movie and just focus on the movie and enjoy the movie. It's almost like going kayfabe. Like, you need to be kayfabe. Yeah, you got to go kayfabe only. You got to go kayfabe only, which, yeah. which, which is hard to do in this kind of day and age, especially with movies because movies isn't built into kayfabe, right? Like, and kayfabe is a wrestling term where what happens on the screen is for real. Like, you, right. not that, you know, like, oh, yeah, well, that wrestler really hates that guy when really they really don't. And so you've got to go kayfabe because you sit there and I was sitting there in Infinity War and I watched Spider-Man dust away and I'm like, yeah, but Sony already has another movie coming out, which, by the way, they released the title. You saw? Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Far From Home. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I know that they just announced, literally, they just announced that Doctor Strange is getting a sequel too. Yeah. You know Black Panther's going to have a sequel. You know the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to have a sequel. They have Volume 3 in the works. Um, James Gunn just finished writing the script for it. It's like, so a little bit of that you've got to let go. You've got to just be like... Yeah, you gotta, you've got to suspend your disbelief long yeah, enough. To be like, damn, this person's dead right now. And forget your Twitter feed and all that other yeah. bullshit for the two and a half hours that you're watching the movie yeah. and enjoy the movie. Absolutely. But Josh Brolin killed it as Thanos. I yeah, thought he man. was a better Thanos than he was a Cable. Yeah, I haven't seen Deadpool yet. What the fuck? I haven't I seen it I saw yet. it the day we got back from your bachelor party. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it yet. It was good. Yeah. There were there are some... Things? Nits I'd pick at it, but... Yeah. But I, we'll, I, we'll save that for when you watch it. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. So, I, it's on my to-do list. That and Solo, too. I haven't seen Solo. Solo yet. was good. Again, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not a perfect movie, but... Yeah. So far, favorite movie of the year has been Infinity War. Infinity Wars? Yeah. Nice. You know, just sci-fi, comic, whatever related. So, where do you think we go from here? In the Marvel Universe. Because you've got Captain Marvel coming. Because Sam... Uh, Sam Jackson. Uh, Nick Fury, Nick Fury paged, her. paged her. So there's... A, there's. We talked about this before, right? Like, depending on how they decide to... So one thing we got confirmed was that Warlock is not in Infinity... In Avengers 4. Nope, he's not. So he's not the solution to he's the... He's probably going to be part of Volume 3 of Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. So he's not the solution to the Thanos problem. Nope. Which was what some of us were anticipating based on the comic. Yes. So the two questions remain after you d- after you do whatever you're going to do with Thanos, who's the next big bad? How are you going to set that up? Mm-hmm. And in what state are the characters that currently that remain do they exist in? Is it yeah. these characters? Is it alternate versions of the characters? Yeah. What are we going to have? Mm-hmm. Either way, my my guess would be that they has to start transitioning into bringing in the Fantastic Four and the X Men, yeah, because they are the ones who have the bad guys that are capable of carrying that next mantle, yeah. Because you don't have anybody who can be as threatening as Thanos, besides Galactus. And even at this at this point now, I don't know if Galactus is good on screen, but right because again, they shit the bed with the shit that they did before. Yeah. So but you have Doom, Doom. you no, have no, Magneto, Doom. you have Apocalypse, you, you know have what? directions you can go. Yeah, but I think I think Doom would be your yeah, he's it. Your your next bad. Even though they've shit the bed on him twice. But that's. Well, but Doctor Doom is such a like, he's such a major character that will will give him will give however many iterations of Doom it takes to I get mean, it right. We've had three Spider Man. Yeah. Like, so yeah, we're yeah. gonna give Doom his due. Like, it'll. it'll Here's happen. another thing they could do if they get all that shit back, they could have a whole movie where or a, a movie or two where Silver Surfer is the bad guy. Kind of like what they tried to do with Fantastic Four, do it right yeah. this time. Yeah. Um, 
that also opens you up for some of those other like there's a there's a dude called Tyrant that I don't know if I mean they could bring him because yeah. they don't they don't shy away from bringing in obscure characters oh, no, and no. he's a dope bad guy. Well, that, now the talk is the the Eternals are going to be part of the universe too. Well, yeah, I thought he said that they were doing their own. Yeah, yeah they're, doing they're their all going to do their own thing, which is kind of crazy. But have whatever. you have you been watching Cloak and Dagger? No, on no 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 on Freeform. Yeah, sorry. Okay. I don't, Curious. I don't, I haven't watched any. To be honest with you, I watched the first two episodes of Luke Cage's new season, and I liked it, but I got busy. I haven't seen the new season of Jessica. Jones. I did not like. Luke I have Cage not either. seen Punisher. I did not. Finish, what the fuck? Yeah, I did not finish the Defenders. Wait, what the fuck? You haven't watched Punisher? Yeah, I didn't watch Punisher. Yeah. Holy shit, dude! Yeah, you're crazy. Is it good? Oh my god, Punisher is amazing. The fucking guy. That ah, well can't because it'll spoil it. But yeah, amazing. Okay. Jessica Jones season two, I liked it. Mo didn't like it. I liked it. Luke Cage, I did not like. I, I thought the Jamaican dude that they brought in as the bad guy, or the guy who played the Jamaican dude, whatever, that's the bad guy, awesome. But there was a lot of shit I can get into about what, about like Luke Cage. Like the lady who played Maria Hill in, or Mariah Dillard. Yeah, her and Shades. Mariah Dillard. Man, why keep you saying Hill? Mariah Dillard, Stokes, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Her relationship with Shades is just, it's they have no chemistry it's totally disgusting to look at. It's because it's an old lady and a young man? No, because they don't... Because it's just not believable. Okay. Like, she just... Because they could have gotten another role. They could have got, like, say, Angela Bassett, and we would have been having a different conversation. But she's queen of Wakanda. Okay. But this lady, just, she just... It, she right, just cool. she dropped hey, she it. dropped like the n word sometimes and it just didn't seem natural. There was okay. some funky shit going on with her, like her teeth. Ugh, weird. Like she, they were no, they were like big oh. for her mouth. Okay. It was just whatever. She sucked, and because of that, like since she dominated so much of the show when she was on screen so often, it really affected the show. Uh, Danny Rand's cameo was point. If you took out that episode or the two episodes that he's in. It does not affect the show in any way, shape, or form. It <laughs> he, was... He just stopped by for a quick drink. Pointless. Like, I thought... I'd read going into the season that it was supposed to, like, oh, Heroes for Hire. No. It okay. just... He just showed up and then left, and it meant nothing. I heard his character in Luke Cage came off better than his Iron Fist character. Yeah, because he, yeah, he didn't repeat on the Immortal Iron Fist 11 5 times. <laughs> but it didn't matter. He didn't do... He didn't contribute anything positive. All right. And his fight choreography still leaves a lot to be desired for. So okay. that's whatever. That's Luke Cage season right. two. Cool. And that's that, man. Let's so. keep moving on our season two. Our season two opener. Black and I, during our hiatus, I won't even call it our hiatus, our summer break, have been texting each other back and forth. And when we're not sending lovely um, uh, erotic photos to each other, we are debating of ourselves. Of ourselves. We are dating, uh, or we're debating. <laughs> we are dating. We are dating. We are debating on certain hot topic issues. And one, we found very particular, and we wanted to, you know, kind of bring it to you all and try to get your feedback on it also. So I'm going to let Black open, and then I'm going to uh, interject myself like I always do. All right. So the whole thing started with the resignation. Actually, no. The whole thing started at. Driving home from half's bachelor party. Yes. Because we were in the car. It was half myself and, and his my brother-in-law. brother-in-law. Yeah. And his brother-in-law is Cuban. Yes. And for those of you who are from Miami, you know what that means. Um, no, he's, he's not a Trump supporter. Close enough. Okay, so my brother-in-law, who, who's a great guy. He's a he great, look, great. Listen, I, Rob, you're my boy. I love you, but. 
That shit pissed me off. <laughs> he is he, he he's got he's got differing points of view. But what was really cool about the ride home was that our black and him were very much going back and forth, but in in a way that you don't see on TV. Yeah, it was respectful, it was and we were presenting like, our yo man points like, intelligently. Nah, but what about this and what about that? And, and what it, about this? no one got heated. No one took anything personal. Yeah, exactly. And that's what that's what then and it's what. It's what led us to believe that that's what we need in this kind of environment in this in this day and age. We need respectful discourse. Discourse. You need to be able to talk to people and be like, "No, I don't like the Jordan twos. The Jordan threes were better." And right. instead of that person pulling out a gun and saying, "Die," because you don't should you shouldn't have that opinion and live, they say, "Man, but the Jordan threes are better because of this." And then they, you know, they just have a debate. Yeah, I'll tell you when I said that it pissed me off. The th- the the one thing that I didn't like. And I've, I've, we've talked about this subsequently. Um, I just think that the argument of, well, Obama was doing it too is a lazy argument. And especially considering the platform that Trump run on, ran on and his little slogan about making America great again. So you're, his whole thing was, I'm supposed to be improving things. Yeah. So at that point, the argument of, well, he did it too, so it's okay if I do it, is null and void. Because you ran on a platform of you're make you're doing a better you're gonna do a better job than the last guy did. Okay. So that to me was is is just a lazy argument that is made to try and bring acceptance to some of the crazy shit that this douchebag is doing. But that's not really what we're here to talk about. As we've had these conversations, you know, continue. One of the big things that happened recently was the resignation of Supreme Court Justice. Anthony, Anthony Kennedy. Kennedy. Um, there's a lot of speculation about some shenanigans about why he's resigned now and the timing of his resignation when November's so close and he could have waited till after. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Half and I got into, you know, we we start we got into the back and forth, and ultimately what what I what I wanted to chew out here was not so much the pros and the cons and the resignation and all the fucking shady underpinnings that may or may not be going on behind it, mm-hmm. but half felt that. I uh, I don't want to say overreacted, but that I was more of a doom and gloom type of approach yes. or yeah. mentality to the news. Uh-huh. And I felt that he was not alarmed enough. Yes. So that got me to thinking about the state of the country and, and news and how it's presented and, and all that shit. So where's the line? Like, what's the line? Where is the, the, the border? if you will, between apathy and alarm. Yeah. And how, like, how do we best approach that? How do we walk that line? And, you know, how do you present your argument when you're trying to, when you're trying to walk that line and not seem like an alarmist or not seem like you don't give a shit because Uh you mentioned, you know, while we were having the discussion, uh, people do want to do all these protests and all that shit, and what they got to do is get out and vote. Yep. Right. But I, I think that part of eventually motivating these people to vote is the sounding the alarm. Pushing. Well, it's pushing them to a point that they they feel like voting that they have to vote, and <clears throat> that's that that's been my whole thing. My whole thing is that listen, and and oh my god, if I hear another person tell me. But Hillary won the popular vote. Yeah, well, that's not the country we live in. And it's all electoral votes. Whether that's good or bad, you know, didn't happen that way, right? So, 
people have the opportunity now in 2000. But what do you what do you what do you mean by like what's, oh, what was your point with that? Well, my my whole point was that listen, I get that that she got more votes in densely populated areas, but she didn't get the point. She didn't get the 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 electoral votes where it counted, right? Sure. Okay. So also also that several of those uh, not several, but a number of those areas have also been recorrected because of the gerrymandering that was going on. And absolutely, besides the point. no, 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 but and and, and and you're absolutely right. My. I would like instead of nitpicking at little arguments like uh, things like that, I look at it in a in a really large view, right? If you want to change something, go out there and vote. Sure. There are more people living on the coasts, which is which will normally vote Democratic, than there are living in the middle of the country. If you really wanted to change something, you would go out and you would put your pen to paper. I know it's not a pen and paper anymore, but you'd put your pen to paper and you'd go and you'd do it. Oh no, there's no question that and that apathy played a yeah. large role into yeah. how we are where we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah enough yeah, yeah. people didn't go out and vote. Yes, and it you know that may have, may or may not have contributed to to the result. We don't know because you could say the same thing both ways, right? You can say that. Um, if more people would have voted, maybe more people would have voted for Trump. Whatever the oh, fuck, yeah, the case yeah, we, may we be. don't know. It's pa- it's a uh, Maslow's Maslow's dog, right? Like pa- we don't know. Yeah, no Maslow. Yeah, Pavlov's yeah. is the the bell. the bell. So you don't know. You don't know. Look, if you would have had more people vote, maybe maybe Trump would have won the popular vote also. And no, then, it's not Maslow's. It's Schrodinger's cat. There you go, Schrodinger's cat. What the <laughs> hell like, are we what doing? The what the fuck? fuck are we doing? Yeah, Schrodinger's cat. <laughs> In 1935, Erwin Schrodinger, in an attempt to explain the Copenhagen interpretation of quantum physics, he proposed an experiment where a cat is placed in a box with a sealed vial of poison that will break open at a random time. Now, since no one knows when or if the poison has been released, until the box is opened, the cat can be thought of as both alive and dead. Schrodinger's cat. This is what happens when you and I try to be too uh, scientific. Yeah. So... You're absolutely right. We, we wouldn't have known which way it would have gone. But what my my general thought process is on a lot of these things is if you have an issue with it, change it. Now, now, you'll get the individuals who are like, well, I can't change anything at a higher level. Like, I can't change anything at an ex- executive level or this and that. Right. I understand that. But you can change something in your community. So, look, look, I will tell you this. My frustration with individuals that have this very um, protest, uh, they got a protest itchy finger, right? Like an itchy trigger finger for protesting. They, oh, what's the, new, what's the new thing to protest now? Is it the EPA? Is it this? Is it that? Is it that? All those are valid. You, you, you can absolutely go out there and protest them. But what are you doing in your community to help make your community's lives better? You're not, if you're not doing anything, and you just want to go out there and wear a silly hat one day and protest, and then you're going back. Well, some of these people aren't just doing this one day, man. Some of these people are living this shit. Like the like the Black Lives Matter people were uh-huh. out there days. Good. All over the country. Good. You know, so I, I get what you're saying. In a way, my my only counter to you in that front is that how does that how does that correlate to to the discussion at large oh, about okay. whether or not. So, this guy resigned, uh-huh. and I'm, like, freaking out because... Yeah. You think everything's going to be taken away. You think gay rights are going to be taken away, abortions are going to be well, taken away, the all su- of that, right? Their conservatives are going to have a 6-3 to three majority yes, they will. in the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. which is probably a larger majority than they've had in, than any one side has had in a while. Because remember, yeah. these guys, these people serve for life. Yeah, yeah. Clarence Thomas is getting old, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then... That means that, and then you have a like you have a political party who's currently in control who is throwing out statements like abortion will end in our lifetime, 
things of that nature. Uh-huh. So, and the Supreme Court gets to make that ruling. If they decide to revisit Roe v. Wade and overturn it, then you're gonna have. Well, I don't think they can decide to revisit. They have it has to come up to them, right? What? So, somebody can bring another case, oh, that, and then they can. I'm I'm just saying, like, they, yeah, it's not like they can just open up a book and be like, oh, we want no, to revisit this. No, but one. if somebody if somebody files another case uh-huh. similar to that, they can overturn the precedent. And then they have to decide if they want to take the case or not. Right. Okay. So and then they but they can overturn the precedent that they. But they can also with, deny the case. They can, but they will not. How do you know? Have you gone to the future and checked? Because have you lived fourteen million outcomes, and this is the only one? I, you know what? I keep a time gem in the little thing <laughs> in the case of my phone where I keep my debit cards. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't mean to make light of this, but what I'm saying is that um, we are working ourselves up over something that may or may not happen. Right. And what? But- and here's the thing. Here's the thing, dude. But that's the same shit that we were talking about two years ago when people were like, "There's no way Trump gets elected. There's no way Trump gets elected." Yeah. And you don't got to worry about that shit. And now here we are, and he got elected, and this shit might happen. So there was a quote I read one time. I was trying to find the fucking person who said it. I think it was Clausewitz, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay. And you cannot prepare for an enemy's intention, only their capacity. Okay. Which means, are they capable of overturning Roe v. Wade? Yes. Yes. So I can't worry about whether they mean to or not. Right now, what we have to worry about is whether they can. And if they get this majority, they can. Yes, so, they can. and they can do the same thing with gay marriage. They can set back the legalized marijuana movement. I mean, fucking uh-huh. Canada just did it for fuck's sake, but whatever. Like, there's a lot of damage could that they, can could be. They, could they set back women's suffrage? Yeah, they could if they wanted to. Okay. Could they set back voting rights? They could if they wanted to. Could they set back... Fucking Brown versus Board of Education. They can yeah. fucking resegregate places. Yeah, they can do a lot of shit. Absolutely. They can do it all. They can. They but, can. But will they? We don't know that. Okay. But they can. Okay. So it should be of now. concern okay. that they are in a position where they may be able to do it. Okay. It's like, we don't know if North Korea is going to drop a nuke, uh-huh. but we don't want them having nukes uh-huh. that can reach American soil. Because they might be able to. Okay. We don't know if they do it, huh? but they could. Your wife could also poison your food. She can. So what do you do to and she fucking her? And she almost did once. <laughs> what do you do to prevent her from poisoning your food? Gotta give her that good dick, bro. <laughs> so that she don't want to. But, but what I'm saying is that like everyone has intentions to do everything. You can do everything. Yes. But will they? Will right. they? Right, like I understand, okay. I, took, I took an extreme, but still, like you're not doing anything to prevent that. You're not doing anything to prevent you. You know, sure I do. Sure I do. I I I wear a seatbelt because some asshole might get in his car and be drunk one day and yes. fucking kill me. You're absolutely right. right. I look both ways when I cross the street. Uh-huh. I don't do heroin. Yeah, no, bad heroin's bad. Heroin's really right? bad. I delete my search history after I'm done jerking off because I don't want my kids to find that shit. See, man, that's why you got to get them their own computer. You just get them your own They computer. have their own computer, but you never know. So I delete my search history. Okay. So, yeah, you prepare for what could happen. Okay. Not necessarily knowing that it's going to happen. Okay. And, again... But you're being the, very specific in what you're preparing for. But, dude, they could cause damage mm-hmm. to policy in this country uh-huh. that would take 
decades to undo. And what happens? Because they serve Tom- for what? life. Okay, that's fine. And what happens when Clarence Thomas retires and one of the other conservative uh, or, judges retire? But they're all old as fuck, dude, except for Gorsuch. Neil Gorsuch's not. Uh, and you know who's not? Uh, John Roberts isn't that. that okay, thing. but and, Ruth and, and Bader Ginsburg, yeah, she's is gone. a thousand years old. Sonia Sotomayor is. is eh, she's all right. She's all right. She yeah. got some time. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that you're gonna have a, you're gonna have the opportunity to change if if you have a yeah yeah if you have the right president uh-huh. from well, in, the, in the White House. Here's the thing: the one that the one that screwed it up was Scalia dying, right? Scalia dying was the one that messed it all up. Yeah. So I think everyone had thought or just was under the assumption that if there was a Republican president, Kennedy was going to retire, and if there was a Democratic president, RBG was going to retire, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, right? right. She was going to retire. That way they knew that, that their seats would be filled by um, Democrat or Republican. Somebody who's liberal thinking, somebody who's conservative thinking. Which, again, if you want to think about that at a different level, is kind of fucked up in a way. Because that means that only the two parties are represented inside the Supreme Court. When really, as we can tell by this last election, there are a lot of other people who have a different style of thought when it comes to how we should policy and how we should, what we should be doing in this country. So if you're thinking about it, right? The Supreme Court, which is not supposed to be political at all, is hyper-political. Well, yeah, but that's, I mean, that's what happens when you are, when you allow the president. Everybody should be moderate in that Supreme Court, yes? Oh, I, I agree. Okay. Things should be taken, cases should be taken on their merit. Yeah. Not on your personal political leanings. But if you can prove that it's, it's somebody's personal, isn't that a conflict of interest and you can get them out of there? Uh, no. Fuck me. I really thought I found a loophole there. No. Okay. They serve... They, on, I know, I get that they serve. Maybe they have to recuse themselves. There's got to be... There, there'd there have to be a shit ton of evidence of corruption before mm-hmm. you can dismiss a Supreme Court justice based on them ruling on what they rule. Because that's what you're picking. You're pick, you're pick, if you're a conservative-minded president, mm-hmm. you're picking a conservative-minded Supreme Court justice... To support the, sh- the policy that you want supported mm-hmm. and support that side of it. Now, every so often, one of these scumbags might surprise you. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you know, if you know that this guy, when he was a lawyer, right? And when he was a clerk. Or when he was a judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he was a judge previously and he ruled a cer- certain ways on certain cases, you know what you're getting when you put him up there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So... Again, we're talking about, yeah, nothing might happen and it might not be so bad. Yeah. So the, the whole point was that you... But it might be a fucking disaster that's, that could take decades to f- correct, course correct. Or just one term. Yeah, I mean, whatever. No, but, I guess it no, depends on how long, how long these old people decide to kick around yeah, for. But, but it's not whatever. whatever. It's, it's, or it could take one term. Because he's, done, he's been able to do this and create this kind of fear in a, in a certain population of people in two years, right? Mm-hmm. If he loses the House and Senate, or if he loses one of them, and then people realize that all those tax tax breaks weren't really for the, the working people, and then he gets ousted. Don't get me started. Yeah, and then he gets ousted. Then what happens? Then you have a Democratic president who's in there who's going to start to change things, right? Yeah. And am I, if it, I, I might be incorrect, and I don't know this, so I would need your, your kind of guidance on this. Can't an executive order be written to kind of reverberate some of that stuff? No, if no? if the supreme if the asking. supreme court declares abortion unconstitutional, uh-huh. it would take an from my understanding, uh-huh. 
you'd have to have a a new case brought up to yeah. eliminate that precedent, or Congress would have to f- make a law declaring abortion legal. legal and constitutional in all fifty states. Okay, all right. And what happens if it give, if if the Supreme Court refuses to um to, to to hear the case? Then it goes back to the states, right? It just the states can decide what they would do because there's no precedent. No, well, no, because no, there is. Roe v. Wade is the precedent. Okay. So, but, but even with Roe v. Wade, it, it be, essentially they've made abortion illegal in some states, right? Well, it, well, what they've done is it's the same thing that they did with Dodd Frank, right? They took they've taken the the they took the teeth out of Dodd Frank to prevent age the agency, the Consumer Protection Agency, whatever, from enforcing a lot of the shit that they wanted to enforce, right? So that effectively even though the law existed it was it was toothless it was pointless gotcha so now they're doing the same thing they're just they're just skirting around it by using that fucking bullshit states rights nonsense that they like to spit out and come on man let them be defunding defunding fucking clinics and and doing all the shit that they're doing to make it fucking harder which here's Whatever, we're not gonna get into. Yeah, this. we're not. We gotta stay on top. I just want one. I just, I just wanted to throw this question out there for the listeners, okay, and for the future, for future reference. Okay. Why is it anybody's fucking concern? Uh-huh. How many kids someone has or decides not to have? I just, I never understood it. I really would like someone to explain it to me. Okay. And please do not come at me with the sanctity of life. That better not be your argument. Kids are in cages. Thanks for coming out. All right. Kids are getting shot in schools if you don't like the kids are in cages example. I'd rather go with that one then. Okay. Okay. Whatever. There you go. At any rate. Technically, all babies are put in cages. What's a crib? My kid's never been in a fucking cage in her life. Your kid's never been in a crib. My, the crib didn't have a cell door. But they couldn't get or out. Or a roof. Well, what if, what, if, what if these are just fences all around them sure i'm just playing devil's advocate yeah no. <laughs> yeah so uh guys let me know in the comments uh in the email on our instagram post wherever the hell you want um let me know what you think am i yeah. way too alarmed is halfway too apathetic i think that at the end of the day both of us have the same feeling that if you feel like you there's things that need to change Get you need change to be them. able to be out to go out there vote and make that change yourself. Yeah. And not only that, get out there and encourage other individuals to get out there and vote. And the problem, and, or to change. Or and to have these conversations and, and, yeah, with and people. And have this conversation, man. Like, here's the problem. A lot of what you hear is the people who might be on the fence see some of these um, very extremist opinions one way or the other. And, and like, then they get turned off by yeah, the and argument. And they're absolutely turned off. Because, listen, it's like dating. You've got to come on soft at the beginning. You can't just walk up and be like, hey, do you hate the president? Right. Nah, man. you got to come up and be like, hey, listen. This is the topic I'd like to discuss. Can we discuss this? Or is that, some, is that something you don't want to talk about first? Yeah. You know what I so, mean? It's, it's, it's just it's, it's an intelligent way to create conversation and to have a respectful discourse with other yeah. individuals who don't see eye to eye. Listen, man, there are people who don't see eye to eye with abortion. That There are friends that I know that are like, no, abortion should be illegal. It's killing somebody. And I'm like, cool. Like, I guess that's how you feel. But it doesn't make me hate them as a person because they're not going out there and blowing up uh abortion clinics and they're not really doing anything about it because they're apathetic too yeah so i think apathy ultimately is the biggest danger oh yeah like apathy will kill a republic quicker than anything else you need to be informed you need to have these discussions sometimes you need to have to need to have the discussions with people you might be uncomfortable having a discussion with yeah man absolutely um, when good when good men do nothing that's when all the harm gets caused yeah
We must all fear evil men. But there is another kind of evil which we must fear most. And that is the indifference of good men. Alright guys, well that's been the show for today, for this week, for however the fuck long. I'm just kidding. Our plan is to go, what, two weeks? Yeah. So we will have another Welcome show in back. two weeks. Yes. Season 2, episode 1 is in the can. Guys, remember you can always listen to us on In Your Pockets from <laughs> whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Pocket Cast, Podbean. Um, we're giving up on SoundCloud. Fuck that. And uh, hit us up on Instagram and through the email. I understand that Instagram's messaging has gotten a lot better. So you, if it's much easier to hit us up on Instagram, do that. Okay? Uh, if you guys rate us, please rate us. Five stars if you love us. Five stars if you hate us. Either one. It doesn't matter. We just need some ratings. We need to move up those ladders. All right? Remember, we are Hall of Fame Kendall Broadcasters. Okay? We have a uh, our jackets up in the Podcasting Hall of Fame. So, guys... <laughs> Uh, thank you for listening. Welcome back to season two. We thank you for your patience. Yeah, thank, thank you for, for patience. sticking with us. We appreciate it. We look forward to having a lot more discussions with you. And as always, be good, Miami. Peace out. See you next time. And to catch you up on the rundown of what happened while we were out, here's Black. So we're not going to, I'm Black, he's half, none of that. None oh, of that other shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just forgot yeah. to do the whole I show. forgot how to do the whole show. <laughs>